Mm, it's good. Yummy. Mm. What are you eating? Potato chips. You paying attention? Are you ready to record? I'm recording. Oh, you are? Oh, okay. Are you eating? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who's this broad? Oh, yeah. Let's hear some bad singing. Let's go. Oh, there we go. I recorded this. Wow, how long ago? When you were 12. Oh. I think that was great. Hey, get, get G right now. He's he's available right now. Okay. We've been coming on for 10 minutes because then after that we have an um, uh, interview with the CEO of Amore Coffee. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. What? This is the Carolina Cadio Show podcast. I'm Carolina. Uh, Jeffy, I can't hear that song anymore. <laughs> it drones in my head. That's worse than the um, That's worse than the Cars for Kids jingle. No, oh, I love that song. No, you no, don't. You know, you, know, you know what song's in my head, Jeff? Hold right. on, hold on a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what song is in my head is um, Daddy Finger, Daddy Finger, where are you? Nice. Here I am, here I am, how are you? I mean, that thing, that, that song okay, is in my hold head. On. Hold on, we're being should be there. Hang on, I don't know why I'm not hearing <laughs> Hang on. Hello. Hey, oh, there you me. go. We're back my after two singing, weeks. My wife's singing baby songs. How are you? Oh, my gosh. How very are you? Very good, very good, very we're, good. How about you guys? We're doing, we're, we're surviving, good. man. We're, we're surviving. We're surviving, yeah, okay. We're quarantined. You guys, you guys haven't reached out to me. I mean, have you guys been in quarantine from the show? I mean, you guys do the fucking show from home, really? Yeah, we're, we've been uh, we've been pretty much in the house. We've been shopping. Yeah, you know, but you know what we've been doing? We've been, we've been um, updating. <clears throat> when you come to see this house, you're not going to recognize it, upstairs especially. We, we After you insulted my basement, I decided I'm going to clean the basement. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I don't insult. I just said it looked like shit. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know uh, what? Uh, what's your what's your kid's name? I forgot. Buddy, Sonny. <laughs> Jackson. Jackson. Juan. Juan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're turning downstairs. Uh, I'm trying to turn it into a, a playroom for Jackson, so we're doing a lot. So that's why we took a little two-week break from the podcast. The whole house is a Jackson playroom. You know oh, that? my gosh. We're being, that's cool. Is your, was your house like that, too, at that age? Yeah, at that age, we have Fisher-Price toys all over the place. Oh, then my when God. They get, when they get into using Play-Doh, then it's going to be Play-Doh all over the oh, place. Oh, no, he's, he's mixed all the Play-Doh colors up already. Oh, yeah. There's no, you know, oh, it's yeah. all multicolored, you know? Yeah. And I told You're, Carolina, did you eat Play-Doh as a kid? Did you eat it? I ate it. See, I, ate it. I told I everybody. Ate, everyone, I ate glue too. See, no, that explains a lot. <laughs> wow. No, uh, I, I'm just worried because he sometimes I see him put things in his mouth. I'm like, what are you eating? But everybody eats play doh. Nobody it's eats play doh. I never, I never, just, I never ate play doh. You didn't have a normal childhood. You brought beans to school instead of like you know peanut butter and jelly. That's true. <laughs> right? She brought Spanish food to school, she told yeah. me. I mean, you have to understand that Carolina's family was the, the whitest Latino family on the block. Not really. Maybe not really. Maybe my father was not my mother. So for lunch, you know, the normal kids take peanut butter and jelly or ham sandwiches. <laughs> my mother yeah. would send us with a, a, a plate, a steak, beans, and rice. Okay. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. <laughs> And then she would also make, uh, you know, quacket, you know, quacket and women, oatmeal, like yeah, oatmeal. Quite, that, that's the oatmeal. Yeah, the, but the drink, we'd have to drink that, and, and people would look at us like, "What the heck's wrong really? with you guys?" <laughs> I can. <laughs> my 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 parent, my my friends looked at me weird because I was still sucking on my mom's tits. Oh my god, with yeah, <laughs> at twelve o'clock, at twelve o'clock, she had to go to school. Hey, come here, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> 
we mean Long Island is officially opening tomorrow, little by little. Little bit. Little by little. How is how is uh, New York? Because you're you're in the city, right? Or no? Are you still doing? No, no, I'm in I'm in Fort I'm in Fort Lee. I'm in Leonia. He's in Jersey. Oh, that's right. You're but you you guys are still working from home, right? Yeah, we're still working from home. Um, out here, man, it's kind of crazy because mo- most of all of Jersey is almost open and stuff like that. My neighborhood, my town is the only town that is not opening anything. They don't care. They just don't care what Murphy has to say. They don't care about anything. They're not like we we join the pool every every year. Right. Yeah. The pool the pool's not open at all. Oh. So right. we don't know if they're gonna open the pool at all. So, you know, I just went out to Walmart and bought a kiddie pool and put it in the backyard here in the building. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people are looking at me kind of weird, but hey, man. Yeah, your you kids want to be out. Yeah, your kids want to be out. Other, Jackson, too. Other people are probably going to be in your pool, you know? But Vita does what? They're all... <laughs> no, I mean strangers. They're going to be dipping their feet in there, you know? Make sure nobody urinates in it, you know? I know, right? <laughs> Be disgusting. Oh my God! So wait, what else is going with Wait, you? I was gonna ask him how much was the pool at Walmart. I gotta go buy one, like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. Uh, right? Yeah, it was about twenty, twenty-five bucks. Yeah, there you go, there you go. The little, pla- the little plastic one, right? Yeah, the little plastic. It, it fit. It, it, I bought the tall one, which it, me and the kids fit in there. Oh, like yeah. My neighbor bought like well, she bought one off Amazon. She said it's a family pool. I don't know what. The, I guess that's the no, little... no. That I that I can't pull. I can't put here because you know it's way too big. But I bought something medium size. Oh, uh, you know. You could start a whole business, there. buy the family pool, and start charging your neighbors to go in at five bucks a shot and make some money. Uh, hey, we're being lockdown money. Been, I want to ask you. You saw the whole that whole incident with the woman in Central Park, right? Yes, uh, Central Park Karen. Yeah, yeah. So Central Ka- Park Karen. Yeah, that's what they're calling her, Central Park Karen. So what happened was, um, Jeff, a woman was walking her dog. All right. Uh-huh. In um, what part of Central Park was that? I forgot what the name of the Central Park. The, the good part. Well, there's a. <laughs> I think it's called Ramble or something. It's the a, Ramble. The Ramble. The Ramble. The Ramble. So that in that part, you have to, you can't um, have your dogs unleashed. That's where a lot of uh, people go bird watching. I think all your dogs have to be leashed, no matter what, well, in Central Park. But right? in that certain part, that part you okay. have to yeah, have a dog right. leashed. Okay, gotcha. So a woman uh, who works for, um, I told the name before, uh, Jeff, uh, Franklin. Um, Some big financial. Templ- Templ- Templeton. 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 Yeah, Templeton. Templeton. Yeah. So she, she's, a, she's a high, you know, she's got a high position. She's walking her dog. Um, this man, okay, he's Afro-American, uh, says, ma'am, you have to put your dog on a leash. She starts going on a rampage, all right? I, and she's she's basically going nuts, like, I'm calling the cops. You're trying to threaten me and my dog. And then he try, he's trying to give the dog a little a little treat. A dog and she, treat. And she goes, you're trying to poison my dog? <laughs> it's like, and we're being, anyway, so this, she went crazy calling the police. And thank God he was recording, because we're being, he might have been in trouble, you know that? Because it would have been her word against his. Right, right. But right. in the end, no, no, in the end, you know, Jeff, um, she's now. They, they, I heard rumors that she is fired. Webin, I don't know if that's confirmed uh, yet. No, she, she. Uh, they gave her a uh, leave of absence until oh. uh, every, until everything calms down. To what they're gonna reevaluate it. The whole thing about this thing is, you know, it's not the fact that the white lady was screaming at the black guy about, you know, I'm gonna call the cops on uh, on you. Or whatever. It's that a black guy was bird watching. What fucking black guy bird watching? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That 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 is the shaky part of the story. <laughs> this fucking guy was bird watching. Listen, dude, you know, I understand that shit from 
I'm a black guy in you know in North Carolina. I mean, I I bird watch. Yeah, a black guy in New York City bird watch. Yeah, yeah. During the lockdown, bird watch. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Listen, if I would have been a cop, I went with her and I said, "Sir, what were you doing here? Bird watching?" I say, "Shut the fuck up." You're stupid. You're, oh. you're, under, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. Bird watching. Come on. Yeah. yeah I, I was born yesterday, Mr. Black Man. <laughs> but you know what? I, it's right <laughs> I saw the guy and he said he was bird watching. No, but the sister did. Well, wait, wait. I did see that. But the sister did say that he loves bird watching. But what I mean? Did you see how she was treating the dog? She was she was choking practically him. choking hold him. Second, hold on, uh, hold on a second. A black guy bird watching is a it's like a responsible Latino man with his kids. That shit is impossible. Oh my god! Oh my! Wow. <laughs> Birding. Oh my god! They call it birding. Isn't oh, that isn't that unbelievable? I don't. Oh my! But anyway, so at the end, um, she uh is it, she said her life is now ruined because oh. she's gotten like death threats. These massive. She's gonna tweets. go. They're gonna make her go through like sensitivity training. They're gonna make her go work at the Apollo or something. And for she two had weeks. To, she had to give back her dog too because she was getting no, so many threats. No, she didn't give the dog up. Yeah, did she really? Yeah, she gave it up. Yeah, she gave it up. How long did she, she have the dog? How long did she, she got, have the dog for? She had it. She had it since 2018, and uh, she got it from a like uh, golden retriever. Uh, oh, well, like rescue. a rescue, right? Right. So, so they, then, you know, so oh they, heard, they saw her. They saw her choking the dog and lifting <laughs> the dog up by the by the collar and like dragging him. That's a shitty dog because a black guy is like you know that's some shit with some black and that dog just wants to get away from the woman. Like, this is a crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah, he wants to get away from her. Can I come with you? <laughs> I want to go with the black guy that's bird watching. The bird. I'll go with the birder, please. Exactly. Oh my god, that is so funny. But anyway, so we'll see what happens because uh you see all over Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, that video is gone viral. I know I everybody it was everywhere. It's got twelve million views. Everybody, no, 20. It's up to 20 now. Wow. But now they said that uh, everyone's uh, calling the company, texting the company, all over Instagram. F- that's just trending. To fire, fire Karen Cooper. Yeah. All right. So none of their business, fire Karen Cooper. Because she's a nut. She's a nut. She's, yeah. a, she's a lunatic. She, but she's a, an executive who should know better. Okay. There's a lot of crazy people. Yeah, anyway. There must be. I, what, you know what I was thinking? It's such a. There's every news story. Everything is about Corona. So they were desperate for another story. And this is. It's not even like a much of a story, right? Is it really uh, much of a story? Of course went, it's a story. Again, it is a great fucking story because it's a black guy. <laughs> That's the only part of it that makes it, that makes it, you know, oh and, and, it, and it didn't end in a bad way, you know? Yeah, it, it's all okay, you know, a racist white woman and stuff like that, but a fucking black guy bird watching? Oh, my God. God. This, oh my. This, this, this pandemic is fucking up everything in the world, man. There you go. There you go. Hey, so I was also reading about uh, A-Rod. And the reason why the Mets didn't sign him. Wibby, you saw that story, right? No, I didn't see why didn't they sign Yeah, they, they didn't want to sign A-Rod because his agent, that Scott Boris guy, made intense demands. What were the demands? Uh, what are the demands? Are, hold on, let me just... They weren't, even that, they weren't even that bad. The Mets were just crazy. They didn't want to sign this guy because, you know, the Mets are cheap anyway. But they didn't want to sign him because he, well, he, he wanted his own he wanted his own it merchandise is, tent, I believe, was one of them. It is, it is the great old Wupons. They are cheap. 
Yeah. Let me not get into their religious beliefs, okay? <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Um, he wanted his own merchandise tenant. What did he want at Shea Stadium? His own office? Uh, yeah, he wanted his own office, and then uh, they also said that he wanted his own tre- his own tent at spring training to sell his own line of clothing, right. anything that was his own line. Right. And okay. they said they said no to that. Yeah, and then they... See, that's why That's why the Yankees are the Yankees, and the Mets are the Mets. Like, for example, if ever I would have said that shit to the Yankees, Definitely, they would have not signed him, but they would have said, listen, you know, there's a black guy bird watching. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this maybe this trend will take off. Maybe this trend will take off in uh, in other communities. It won't just be it won't be just white guys bird watching, you know, old white guys, too. Oh, my God. He's pretty young. This guy. He's young. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I think that's what makes it even wackier. He's He's not. He's not 72 years old bird watching. But he's lucky because his sister saw the video and she defended her brother. She said, yeah, he does bird watch. Yeah. And she's, she's the one that tweeted everything out. So. If, I was, if I was a cop and this guy come up and says, sir, what are you doing here? I'm bird watching. <laughs> no, sir, you're purse snatching, right? <laughs> not bird watching. Bird, you, pr- you pronounced it wrong. Hey, we'll be, yeah. we'll be, can we call you back in 10 minutes? We got an interview. Yeah. We, we got to talk yeah, to some guy about his yeah, coffee. I'm going to go bird watching. Go bird watching. <laughs> All right, we'll catch up with you in a couple of minutes. Bye. Go, go hang with your children. Be a good Latino father. Bye. All right. All right. Oh that was worth the wait Worth the wait in gold there to talk to him. Did you want to go to a break or, or go over to the interview? Oh, you know what? Let's uh, take a break. We'll be right back with our guest, Jim. Jim Pacino of, of Coffee Amore Company. Coffee. Okay, we are back. Okay, let's get Jim on the phone. I'm going to call Jim right now. Tell him we're, tell him he's live on the podcast. Yes, I texted his uh, agent. Um, so he has an agent. Uh, heard his publicist. He's a publicist. I guess when you're the CEO of a company like that. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what goes on. Thirteen oh nine. I got to remember that. Some things you got to remember. He's probably saying, "Who's Rainbow Auto calling me?" I know, right? My phone comes up as Rainbow Auto, so if you I call change you, change that. It's a business I run. I do auto re- re- restorations. He's not answering because it says Rainbow Auto. <laughs> oh. But I'm calling him right when we said we'd call. Exactly. Uh, all right. Wanna, you want to? Uh, should I text him? Hi, this is Jim Fasina. Okay, okay. Yeah. You text oh, him? I should have left a message, right? Yeah. Text. You know, want to text him real quick? Let me let me text him real fast so he understands. All right. All right. You want to just call him back and leave a message? Yeah. I'll, maybe he'll he'll get that it was me calling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what the hell happened here? Why doesn't it record that I just made that phone call? My phone does that lately. It doesn't remember that I just called a number. And in recent, it doesn't show up. Is that exciting? <laughs> Black guy bird watching. Okay. Now he'll probably figure it out. The same number's calling him twice. Jim Fasina. Jim Fasina, this is Carolina and Jeff from the Carolina Cadillo Show podcast. How, How are, are you? you? How are you doing? How are you? Pleased to meet. I'm sorry I didn't recognize the number coming in first. Sorry, I, I know it comes up as uh, comes up as my other company name. Sorry yeah. about that. No worries, no worries. So Jim, you, Jim, you are live on the podcast We're right live. now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Jim is the CEO of Amore Coffee. The... Um, so Jim, we tried the coffee. It is delicious. We have. I tried the hazelnut uh, hazelnut cinnamon. I believe. Yes, yes. Oh my God, that's amazing coffee. Very good. Fantastic. I am glad you enjoyed it. Fantastic. So, Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, your background. So, uh, my background um, from a uh, from, from a career standpoint goes back almost 32 years. I started in the uh, direct-to-consumer business coming right out of school and uh, worked for uh, 
companies uh, like Kraft Foods and Nestle and Scholastic all in their direct-to-consumer divisions Mm -hmm. where the uh, goal was to um, sell product directly into the home and not through uh, retail. Uh, After uh, spending about 15 years on the corporate side, I opened up my own company called Tessina Marketing Group, which is a direct-to-consumer advertising agency specializing Mm -hmm. in subscription products. Mm -hmm. Ran that for about 15 years, brought about 100 different companies uh, to market, sold that company about 18 months ago. But but during that time, we also launched a company called Amora Coffee, which is a direct-to-consumer home delivery coffee subscription service of which uh, my partner and I co-founded in 2011 and we are um, servicing uh, over a million customers wow. and having a great time doing it. It's wow. amazing. We tried it right away when we got it. It's amazing coffee. But Jim, let me ask you, what makes your coffee different from, let's say, you know, Starbucks, Second Donuts, other, other coffee brands? You know, that's always a very interesting question because coffee is a really highly commoditized item. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so we really do try to differentiate ourselves from being just another bean, another origin, uh, different type of packaging. It's all in our service. And our service is all about getting coffee to you just as fresh as we believe we can, which means we're always going to roast in small batch roasts. Mm -hmm. We are going to use a nine-stage roasting process to make sure that we are roasting in the um, best possible way of delivering the best bean with with the best flavor and best aroma. Uh, And then we are uh, going to hand pack and we will uh, ship that to you um, utilizing two-day priority mail. So we're trying to get coffee to you just as fresh as we can. So that's what differentiates us is um, fresh coffee versus coffee that um, may not be um, you know, super fresh. How do, how do you source beans? Uh, you know, like how, how do you actually do that, that process of, of figuring out which bean goes into which coffee? How does that happen? I always wonder because Dunkin' Donuts coffee has a certain taste to it. Starbucks coffee has a certain taste to it. Does your coffee have... I, I enjoyed the hazelnut cinnamon. I'm just wondering, does, I, I, does it have a particular taste, that bean you're using? Do you use different beans? So just like a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, um, our blends absolutely have a distinctive taste, a taste profile that uh, my partner and I have set years ago. And so we're always looking for beans in different regions from all around the world that are always going to lend to the blend and the delivery of the flavor and the aroma that we're looking for. So coffee is a, you know, it, it's a crop, it's a plant, and it, uh, it it will yield different types of flavors and aromas um, from season to season. So we are always looking for the best beans from the best crops from around the world to maximize the taste profile of the blends that we've put together. Ah, what, what, go ahead, Carolyn. Do, do you travel to countries um, trying different beans, or how does that process work? So we have a master uh, roaster and a master taster who oh. does most of the um, coffee sourcing and the, the tasting and whatever traveling is necessary. Um, but uh, my partner and I do take opportunity to um, visit coffee-growing regions and to nice. look at particular crops. And so uh, that's the real fun side of our uh, business. And uh, so, yeah. Why? Why does um, Jamaican coffee? Why is that? Listen, Jamaican blue. Why does that coffee cost so much money? Why is that so expensive? So uh, Jamaican blue, it's all supply. It's all supply and demand. Oh, okay. And it's 
grown at uh, certain altitudes in certain temperatures wow. of which can't be replicated around the world. So, uh, and, and, and there's lots of different coffees that um, are, are unique in their um, origin and unique in their um, climate and environment. So, so um, single origin beans uh, will, um, will, will always uh, be priced at uh, supply and demand for sure. You see, I, it's funny. My brother went to Hawaii, and then my mom went to Hawaii, and they came back with this Hawaiian coffee. I forgot how much it was per pound. It was super expensive. So I went online, and I said, wait, I can get Hawaiian coffee for, for much less money. And then I found out that I thought all Hawaiian coffee was premium, but apparently there's Hawaiian coffee that sells for a lot less. It's not the same as the premium coffee. So I guess it depends on where it's grown, that kind of thing. Same thing, altitudes and spots where they grow it. Every, every every coffee and every coffee grown region has their uh, superior beans huh. uh, versus their non superior beans. Of interesting. course, that's yeah, very interesting. I I really thought that because it was Hawaiian. So where do you where 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 do you get your where do you get your beans from? What what countries have, do do you oh, make so a mori with? So so it, it it ranges from Brazil to Colombia to Costa Rica Ooh. to Tanzania. Um, it's it's it is um multiple multiple different uh, countries. Wow. Do you have a favorite coffee uh, of yours that you drink a lot? Uh, so so on the blend side, uh, my favorite coffee is a Vigorosi, oh. and so I like to drink Vigorosi uh, black. Um, when we can secure a crop from uh, Costa Rica, uh, a, a Terra Zoo, um, I really do enjoy uh, Terra Zoo. So, um, but right now, um, my uh, one of my favorites that we're drinking right now is a um, single origin bean coming from Guatemala. Oh, oh Guatemala. Okay. my family's in Costa Rica, so when I go there, well, I haven't been there in a while. Their coffee is amazing. The beans amazing. There really is. Jim, what do you think of people? And I'm to- I'm looking at her right now, my wife here. What do you think of people who drink decaf, Jim? Uh, yeah, hmm. I love decaf coffee. Are you suspicious of people who drink decaf at all? <laughs> I am not suspicious at all of people who drink uh, decaf coffee. Thank you. I am not suspicious at all. And uh, so uh, there are some real reasons why uh, people do not like to drink a caffeinated uh, beverage, um, but they still like the taste and the aroma of of, of coffee. And so if you go through a decaffeination process, uh, that is um, is, is a good process. You're you're still going to deliver a fantastic cup of coffee. Oh yeah. So, 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 absolutely no, no, no suspicion there at oh, all. Oh okay. And, and, all right. does, and, and Amora does. We do sell decaf, decaffeinated coffee. Do, does it have a? I always think it has this placebo effect because Carolina will say to me, "I need to wake up. I need a cup of coffee." And I say, "What? You're going to drink your fake coffee again?" I know. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to insult coffee, but I I call her decaf fake coffee, and then she drinks it, and apparently it it does have some sort of effect. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's the aroma. Just the whole you know, oh, co- drinking coffee is a whole. It's it's a process for people. You know. But it does have. Does it have a little bit of caffeine in the decaf? Uh, I, I don't know the exact answer to that, but I mean, when you're oh, okay. when, when you are when, when you are decaffeinating coffee, you are actually pulling caffeine out. So you know, if there is hundreds of a percent of caffeine left, there's a quite there is that possibility. Right. But I think you I, th- I I think you nailed it by saying that uh, coffee is more of that ritual, and coffee yep. is more of that experience, and so um, it is it is part of the kickoff of your day, yeah. and so that that that's the wake up call. And Jim, how many cups of coffee do you have a day? Oh, you don't want to know that answer. Really? Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I, I am 
I, 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 one of the reasons why we founded Amora Coffee mm-hmm. is because of our love and passion for coffee oh, yeah. and good coffee and fresh coffee. Okay, because um, I drink, my partner and I, but I'll, I'll speak for myself, I drink a lot of coffee. And, um, and, and so um, I probably drink anywhere from 12 to 15 cups of coffee a day. Wow. I do and enjoy coffee. Do, wow. you, do you add cream or it's all black? It's all black. Wow. wow. 12 to 15 cups? Wow, it's all black. That's oh fascinating. That's fascinating. That is fascinating. It really is. I'm just, you know, I, I, I think of coffee, and I, I look around and I see the, you know, the domination of a Starbucks and a Dunkin', and uh, you go to Jersey, there's Wawa, and I'm sure there's this stuff out on the West Coast, you know, the places. But I always wonder, like, how tough it is, um, you know, in, the, in this age of the pandemic. I know people are going to probably, people, some businesses are going to go under, others are going to start. I always wonder, like, why, how hard would it be for me to start Jeff's Coffee, and, and how would it be to attract people to like a, a coffee shop? I know you're not in the retail, but how how tough would that be, do you think, to really get people to try my coffee over the over the stuff they're used to, Seven Eleven, for example? So, wow, now you're looking for the secret sauce, but... Yeah. <laughs> way, we're not going to do it. I'm so, no, I might do it. I'm wondering. Here's the, um, here, here's the reality behind coffee. Um, coffee is very personal. Um, over 80% of Americans drink coffee, uh, and it is, uh, they're, they're drinking it either black and hot or they're drinking it cold um, or they're using it as a base for a new beverage. Um, it's highly personalized. It's highly personalized to taste. It's highly personalized to smell. Your two primary senses, right. and mm-hmm. so when so so when you're looking at um, a a Starbucks versus a Dunkin' Donuts um, versus a Wawa versus a Seven Eleven versus a McDonald's, they are all very very different um, taste and yes. aroma profiles. They are. They and really are. They really are. And and. And, you know, um, my, my experience has told me that if you love Dunkin' Donuts, you love Dunkin' Donuts, and you're probably not straying the Starbucks unless you had to, and vice versa, yep. um, because they are very different. So so for us, for Amora, the, 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 the differentiating fact was for us to be able to deliver a different type of taste and aroma. And not everybody, not everybody is going to like our taste and our 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 aroma that we have designed, okay. Um, and just like everybody's not going to like a Dunkin' Donuts or a um, or, or 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 a uh, Starbucks, just like in the wine business or in the spirits mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's exactly it's exactly the same. So um, it's really it doesn't stop you from um, of bringing a new product to market. Okay, but when you bring that product to market, you're bringing value proposition not not only just in the taste and the aroma, but in in, in the service, right. and 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 how are you treating your consumers? Like right now during COVID nineteen, and everybody's at home, and and and, and you really do have uh, quite the attentive audience at home right now. But but on top of that. There are so many people who are used to drinking coffee at work or drinking coffee at school or stopping at the um, coffee shop on the way to uh, to to work. Uh, and and that's, that, that's not happening in the same um, in the same magnitude as it was 90 days ago. So mm-hmm. so like today, um, we're serving a lot more coffee at home. Uh, uh, six, 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 more so are we. Yeah, so are we. And, and home. Yeah. Right. So so, you know, people are drinking more. We're serving more. Um, we're selling more, but so, but, but then here's what you, your, your unique value proposition has to kick in. It's like, so, so you're not looking to, you're not looking to benefit off of the world's misfortune. Okay. 
what are you going to do to give back and pay forward during a time of global mm. crises? Right. And so like with Amora, we chose that we were going to provide discounts and free shipping handling for oh, wow. people who were joining. And so, and, and that's just, you know, for my partner and I, and, and, and you know, my partner's more than my business partner. She's also my wife. Okay. And so for us, it's, it's all about, you know, how can we service our consumers for the long haul? We're, we're not here for the one and dones. Okay. It's, you know, we wanted to establish a relationship with you. And if you need to drink more coffee at home, we're going to try and help you do that. Okay. Without taking advantage of a situation. And you are a subscription model, right? So we, we, I subscribe to get, and I get coffee every month. Is that how it works? That is. So we are a subscription model. And when you subscribe, you can change the number of bags that you receive mm. um, on a monthly basis, or you can change the frequency. You can change that to weekly, monthly, quarterly. Uh, you can skip any shipment. You could suspend your service at any time because maybe you're going out of town. And of course, we make it very easy to cancel because you know you never want to put somebody into a subscription where they can't have a a very positive experience in trying your product and if it's not for them they want to be able to cancel I love that. that's um, great so, so 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 that's really important uh and then of course we have lots of customers who prefer not to subscribe but they'd rather um buy a co- buy coffee you know a bag at a time or four bags mm-hmm. at a time and then they come to the store and they could go ahead oh. and purchase whatever they want and as a matter of fact or on our store today um, because of COVID-19, uh, where the the uh, product that we have from Guatemala right now, which is um, certainly one of my favorites that we're serving right now, um, we're giving everybody 40% off of that product right Ooh. now because we know people are drinking more coffee exactly. at home. Exactly. So let's help you out. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try your coffee for a week straight. I I, I drank it periodically. I had like four cups last week, but I'm gonna try it every day for a week to get the the uh, you know distinctive taste in my mind. I know it's funny. I already have the distinctive taste of the uh, cinnamon. Hazelnut, cinnamons. I, I'm a weirdo. I like, I like flavored coffees. I mean, I like the coconut. I know the coffee elites don't like the. Um, at least I always thought coffee elites only like the flavors, but I like the coconut. I like a blueberry coffee. You know, I like those unusual flavors. You know, that's just me. So of blueberry, we would we. So we sell a lot of blueberry coffee, and we really? sell it mostly during the spring. That's your favorite, and, Jeff. That's well, your favorite, oh, right. and it's it's pretty it's it's pretty funny because. Uh, I, I wasn't sure whether our audience was going to um, like blueberries. They love it. I'm um, buying a bag. I'm buying a bag. I'm so, going to your website later. It's a, is it AmoraCoffee.com? Is that how we get to you? It is AmoraCoffee.com. A-M-O-R-A. AmoraCoffee.com. And the, and the word Amora comes from the backward spelling of aroma. Oh, look so at that. It is, oh, see, at first I thought it was a love. Because yeah, we were saying amore, amore yeah, and I, I yeah. didn't look at the bag carefully enough, apparently. So, <laughs> it, is, it, it, is, it is about the, it, the whole concept of Amore Coffee started with um, my partner and my love for good, great, fresh mm. coffee. Wow. So, so love is the basis. And then so, so Amora okay, has a basis of love, and it uh, like quite that. coincidentally turned out to be the reverse spelling of aroma. Nice. So that was kind of fun. Um, yeah. Jim, can we? do you think that uh, maybe down the road we'll see some Amora um, cafes? So right now we do not have any Amora cafes uh, planned. Mm-hmm. Right now we are really truly trying to service the consumer directly at home. 
and at home with coffee that we can get to you just as fresh as we can and um, it's not available in stores. And so it, it, it really is um, the coffee of, of, of choice to bring into your home that's not overly readily available out in the public. It's, um, it's, it, it's really a, um, a special gift to yourself. Right. So, Jim, uh, so, so Jim, let me tell you something. My husband is a very picky person when it comes to coffee. He is now a fan of your coffee. He's yeah, like, I, I like. Yes, yeah, like I he said. really does love the coffee. So, um, can you, do you have a website, um, uh, your social media, where people can actually reach out to you and purchase coffee? Absolutely. So, um, you can either come directly to our website, which is amoracoffee.com, mm-hmm. and you can subscribe or you can buy from our store, single bags at a time. And if you're if if you're a beginner um, with coffee. You can even go on our website. We even have the um, a, a, a starter barista kit, which will we'll, we'll give you a free coffee maker. We'll give you a free canister. We'll give you a free scoop. We'll ah. give you a free mug. Okay, when you buy your first shipment of coffee. By the way, so, I love the scoops. The scoops are nice. Oh, you the sent scoop us is great. One. Yeah, wow. the scoop is beautiful. That is nice. Thank you. They're pretty cool. They're pretty heavy. But, yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, it's a very heavy item. Exactly. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I'm hoping she doesn't but, throw but, it at me one day. You know, <laughs> you have to watch out for that. But, uh, but you know, that, that scoop is designed to measure out exactly the right amount of coffee that you desire to your preference. Um, we we provide a um, an airtight canister so that uh, when you open that bag, and those bags are only packed in eight ounce bags because we oh. only want you to open a little at a time okay and when you open the bag you put it into the airtight canister okay so that it stays fresh okay and um if you use the brewer that we give to you for free then you have a brand new brewer so we oh. call it all new gears or it's all new gear for your um your, your new coffee that's experience. a multi, that's a multi-cup brewer right that's not just a single cup brewer right it, 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 it is. It's a uh, it's a twelve cup brewer. Oh, I know. We need to get. I I have a friend who's a big coffee snob. He's a big guy in the financial world. And he he says, quote unquote, he says the reason your coffee tastes so bad is because you have a shitty brewer. That's what he says. What he says to me. So you know, I, I always thought no. That but but he says yeah. The brew he he promoted this one. They don't make anymore. I forgot what it is. But you know, he's very snobbish about the. He doesn't like the Keurig. He says that's not a way to make coffee. You know. But I guess to each their own, so, right? That, but but that's really true. That's really true mm-hmm. because that comes down to the entire extraction side of coffee. And so if you notice, if you, if you go to our website, you'll notice that we do not have K cups. We do not have we yeah. do not have single serve for a couple of reasons. Number one, when when you're producing K cups or or you're producing single serve, you have to do so in um, mass production. Oh. And when you're doing so in mass production, that means it's going to be sitting someplace for a while before we can probably get it to you. Oh. Right. Uh, so so that's one. That goes okay, against, so and that goes against your uh, your model there. Yeah. It goes against our value proposition. But the second yeah. thing it does is when you do put it into Keurig. It is. It is. Um, it is now brewed at a an extreme extraction, and an extreme extraction of forced hot water. Okay, and so that is the quickest, fastest extraction. But you're not capturing everything you really want from that grind. Mm, okay, same. so so the best way, truly the best way to extract, okay, is through a pour over. Okay, um, you could use a uh, you could use a coffee maker, a, a nice new clean coffee maker. Okay, and that's going to have a natural extraction at the proper temperature. Gotcha. Okay, so you're, so you're not scorching. Wow. Okay, um, but if you like cold brew, 
the real true best way of extraction is to use cold brew. We sell cold brew, and uh, you put it in a refrigerator overnight, and it will oh. it'll sit and steep for right. 8, 10, 12 hours. Wow. Okay. But by doing so in a cold mechanism, okay, you're leaving the um, the bitters and you're leaving the acidity behind, and you're only pulling out the best of the uh, taste and the aroma. Wow. wow, that's amazing! I learned so I, much today. Yeah, Jim. you are you are smart and fascinating. I mean, yeah, you are and, fascinating. And I believe the sharks on Shark Tank will tell you you're doing the right thing by not going at the retail. They'd say, no, 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 stick with your model, stick with the stick with the uh, the online because it's working. You have a million customers. That's great, and we're it's so, it was so nice to have you on here today, Jim. Thank you so much. Well, we love your coffee you very much. Thank you so much. Please I'm- enjoy. Please enjoy drinking the coffee, and uh, we would love to have more customers like you who are going to drink the coffee every single day. AmoraCoffee.com, everybody. So check it out. A-M-O-R-A Coffee.com. Jim, thank you so and much for coming to the podcast. Thank you so much. Have Thanks a, a lot. Wonderful day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow, I learned a lot, didn't you? Uh, well, he was really yeah, fast. I gotta tell you, <laughs> sometimes you get people on, and you can tell he's a smart business. He knows his, he knows his stuff. Oh, he knows business. He See knows what he his said? Stuff. I know. See, he's right about that. See, I told you the cure isn't the way to drink coffee. You always tell me that, and I, I, didn't I, I, you. I knew it wasn't the right way to drink um, coffee. Before, before we end the podcast, get with me now one more time. That's why, co- that's why coffee, coffee's meant to drip exactly. My friend Barry Ritholtz, well, not a, he's a guy I went to high school with. He's a big financial guy. And he's got this whole thing on his um, whole thing on his website about uh, why your coffee tastes bad. I think that guy got offended because I said the word shitty. No, he's fine. Okay, no, he's fine. all right. Uh, I want to tell Webby not story. He was story. very, very polite. What? What are you going to tell him? Uh, a, a new, uh, this, I don't know if the Webby heard about this. Um, he's probably training it's... Natalia on the pole right now. We're interrupting him. <laughs> No, I'm actually eating my lunch. Oh, okay. You guys, you guys, right. you guys told me that you guys were gonna call me in ten minutes. I guess it was well, Latino. Daddy, time. do I climb the pole now like mommy used no, stop, to? Stop, stop, stop that. Whippy, did you know this? The new way to get revenge on your ex is by hiring a porn star to yell at them. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. If you want to get revenge on your, um, well, this is the latest trend, right? The latest trend in revenge is what one dominatrix okay. is calling See, spite porn. Your, your your news is getting weird. I mean, first it was a black guy bird watching. Now it's <laughs> get, get... Yeah. That's true. So what? What? Yeah. So this dominatrix will make a um a video of them actually yelling at your ex about how bad she was, like on camera, you, like yeah. a video. Like a video. Oh, a video. A you video, said yeah. okay. Wow. I Did like you get that. that news from the post? No, no, I got it from my. I have other oh. sources. We've been. You know me. I have different okay, sources. No, no, I get no, my news. I, I ask you that. I ask you that because. Usually, I think that a writer from the post is dating a dominatrix. If you look at the post, every other story is about a dominatrix making money. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. So just look at the post. Did just you see inside thing? Did you see how many people have come forward claiming they're a they could be one of Jeffrey Epstein's kids because his fortune is worth six hundred million dollars? I'm surprised. Yeah, that I saw that. There's a hundred. No right? hundred and thirty people have come forward to say I, that they I, could be his kids. I better call what, it too. What do I say? <laughs> What do I sign up for that? Just like uh, like food. I know. You yeah. sign up at the same place you sign up for black man bird watching, okay? <laughs> yeah. exactly. I'll never forget this day. <laughs> hey, so Lori Ma- May 26th was the day that I read that a black guy was bird watching. Holy shit, hey, listen. So Lori Lachlan and her husband are going to jail. Oh, Massimo yeah. Giannulli. Giannulli, right? 
I don't know how you say his name. Um, so she is going to jail, I believe, for two months, and he's going for five. Yeah. And they both have to pay uh, a certain amount of money. Yeah, um, that's, so, like, that's like know, hell for them. Can I tell you something? Why didn't you just plead guilty like the other people no, did? No, they like, were, they were what's angry. The other, what's the other chicken First house was? Felicity guys. Huffman. Yeah, she she would she got she got two weeks in jail, but because they wanted to, to prove something, no, now didn't. you're now now you're fucked. You're they going to jail for were, two months. They were defiant. That's yeah, why. Exactly. Not just... only that, from the beginning, do 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 you guys follow her daughter's YouTube channel? I know Olivia she, Jade, she, right? Right. She was averaging two to three million dollars a year. Yeah. Plus other. That's only on YouTube. Plus the other sponsors. Listen, Sephora, my kid is Sephora. making two, three million dollars a year. I don't give a. I mean, he could he could write on on stones, you know, like the Flintstones. I don't care. I, I He's guess... making two million dollars. I don't need to go to school. Yeah, I don't know. She. That's funny. They had a. They had a, because they're Hollywood. You know, because elite they want, people. They, exactly. Right. They want that Look, that my, prestigious. My you know, kid went here. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But that's what it is with being. I mean, you. you my kid went to Brown I, University. I, I, under, or... I understand that. I understand that completely. But listen, I'll introduce my kid. Look, all he does on YouTube is. Hey, he makes two million dollars. I don't need him to have a degree. Just, just like uh, the Kardashians, none of them went to school and they're billionaires. But, yeah. but now uh, Kim Kardashian is actually going to law school. She's working with um, Innocence Project um, and working with um, what's his name again, Jeff? Innocence Project. Oh, I, I, I know who, uh, 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 the, the, the one of the OJ lawyers. No, no, yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah. And so she's working with them, and she's actually helping people. I know she helped two people uh, prove oh, that they the, were innocent. Oh, the guy in Revolver. Yes, exactly, um, exactly. Um, yeah, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. I forgot his yeah, name. She's, she's, she's going to school so she could release bird-watching black guys. <laughs> Speaking of which, I was just going to say, tough. I just read in the paper, Kanye West is out today. He's in Central Park. He's bird-watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! They say they say though that uh, there uh, there is rumors of a breakup between Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Really? Because he's bird watching. <laughs> By the way, we're being my favorite story of the day: an Indian man murdered his wife with a highly venomous cobra weeks after he failed to do it using a viper. He planted. Oh, a, that's great. He planted a viper in his wife's room a couple weeks back. She got bitten. She was hospitalized. This is like two months ago. She was hospitalized for two months. Well, since he didn't succeed. He um, he got a cobra and threw it at her. <laughs> she, sorry, she died. But oh my god! He threw, he threw a cobra at her. Oh my god! The really? worst thing is that he was arguing with the with the viper when he couldn't kill her. Oh my god! I told you, oh you're a stupid god. viper, man. I gotta get a cobra. You're stupid. Indian I, man, I, I, Indiana, Indian. Oh, that's right. It's a very Indian guy. You know, he says, "Listen, I could have gotten a bird watching black guy to get my way." <laughs> Hey, listen. So Matt Lauer, I don't know. He's been in news. He's coming back. I think. Jeff, I told Jeff thinks he's coming back to TV. I've been predicting for a while. Matt Lauer is going to come back in so. some shape or form. You will see Matt Lauer again. Well, Bean, did you see him um, in a post Not- today? Uh, they said he's got a new tattoo on his arm that reads um, "Hatred corrodes the container it is carried in." That's a tattoo on his arm. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm telling does, you. Does he hang around with black guys that burn watch? <laughs> <laughs> They've questioned some of Ronan Fowler's reporting on Matt Lauer. They have questioned some of the things he wrote. And Matt Lauer wrote a whole piece that they published recently somewhere about how he defended. He said he didn't have a button that locked the door. He had a chair that had restraints. <laughs> no, he, he claims he didn't do some of the things that he did. You know, he had an affair with that woman, no doubt, you know. Well, but he's claiming he, I, I'm telling you, you will see Matt Lauer again somewhere. Uh, I know you I, will. Not at NBC, though. That's not going to No, happen, not at NBC. Hey, no. finally, KFC is coming out with a new sandwich. Pornhub. It's, it's called Kentucky. It's 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 
a bigger version of their chicken fillet. It's a huge piece of chicken. They're trying to with the massive with... amounts of huge pickles and mayonnaise, thick pickle slices and mayonnaise. Like, wow. like the other the other ones didn't take off, like the donut chicken. Oh my god! Burger. Did you see that thing where it was yeah. two, bun, they, two yeah. donuts? Have been, they, they stopped that already. They stopped that. Yeah, already? they stopped that. Yeah. yeah, no, no one was buying that. No, no one was really. buying well, that. people <laughs> like a lot of unhealthy food though, you know. So. Unhealthy um, well, spot. So let's end it with this, okay? We're being so. I just want your take. Um, do you think that we'll see a spike in coronavirus cases? Um, listen, a lot of people are saying that no, that the people that were that are dying off are the people that have gone into the into the into the hospital at the beginning of this pandemic. Right. You know, like like yesterday, there were only like seventy eight people. But what really gets to me is that when you hear the news, they well, only seventy eight people mm-hmm, died mm-hmm, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like really? That's still a light. That's still a precious light. It's still a lot of people. It's still a lot of people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Exactly. This this thing's killed a lot of people. I I don't. When I hear them compare to the flu, this thing's a lot more contagious. And I and I know. I'm sorry, but I don't care what they say. I don't believe the the figures about the flu. There's no way the flu killed as many people because you would have seen stories about the hospitals being overwhelmed. I maybe the flu. You know what I mean? Maybe the flu killed that many people over the course of a year. This thing's killed this many people in two months. So when they when they compare it to the flu, you're talking about the flu killed eighty thousand people in a year. This this thing killed a hundred thousand in in two months. So yeah. it's very yeah. different. Yeah. So, anyway. so when I hear when I hear the flu comparison, you know, it it doesn't quite fly for me. Well, I mean, your kids have gone out right to the stores with you. Yeah, we go out. We I have to get them out. Yeah. The kids, you know, in here. Yeah. My daughter, like later on, we're gonna go out, take a walk. Yeah. I bought a drone, so I'm flying around trying to look into people's windows with my drone. Oh, oh my you got a drone? God. You bought a drone, really? <laughs> yeah, I bought a drone, and uh, we're doing stupid crap like that because we need to keep, you know. Moving and yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Something different, exactly. You know? Oh, Jack, I know. I've, yeah. I've colored enough rocks, and I've colored oh uh, what else? Have we colored the kitchen table, the walls? Everything would be this little boy. But thing is, that Jackson has not gone to stores yet. That's the only thing. No, he just stays in a car. Would no. go for rides. So go to the you know go walking with him. Other than that, no. We I just... saw some young kids in Costco and BJ's <laughs> without a mask on. Really young, like yeah, the age no. where they won't no, wear a mask. I, mean, I was surprised. You yeah. know. One thing that fits you, you Caucasian man, is go to go bird watching. You know. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, it's you funny. You know, I have I have three Jeff, bird feeders now. I love Jeff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the bird variety of birds I get in the yard. I love blue jays and cardinals. And I mean, Jeff also... are you like are you like the idiots that travel up to the Poconos to watch the leaves turn? Jesus, yes, that's so stupid. Yes. That's, by the way, that's called leaf peeping. If you want white <laughs> white people white people sports, uh, leaf peeping. And you also want the other day Jeff wants to buy a metal detector with me. I had a metal detector. detector as a kid with me. Remember the metal detector? Oh yeah, the metal detectors. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found I, I found some good things as a kid. Very nerdy, but I'm going to let Jackson do it as a kid. Anyway, guys, we're out of here. If you want to call us five one six six three seven three two five four. We're back. Um, we're all over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carolina Cadillo. We love you. Um, please call us, all right? If you want to come on the podcast, five one six six three seven three two five four. Jeff, your info. Oh, at Jeff Jensen Show on Twitter. The real Jeff Jensen on Instagram. Jeff Jensen on Facebook. JJ the DJ at OptOnline.net. 516-637-3254. Happy birthday to Carmen, one of our listeners. Carmen. Oh, feliz, feliz cumpleaños. Jeff, uh, Webin, your info? Uh, I Webin on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram. Also, you can listen to me from 6 to 11 on Mega 97.9 on El Basilón.
All right, guys, we love you. Uh, again, we're back. Thank you for uh, giving us a two-week break, and I got a lot of texts. Where are you guys? We're just taking a yeah. little break. That's it. Carmen right. El Chula, I believe, is her name. Felicidades. Happy birthday. Yeah, Bye, guys. For, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. All right, have a, have a great day. Somebody's calling me. I got to get the phone. Oh, and thanks to uh, Jim Vecina from Amora Coffee. Go to amoracoffee.com to get your coffee. Amoracoffee.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Wicked. <laughs> Say it again, my boy, Selector. The Carolina Hideo Show is a JJ production.